0: When the sun rises, I wake up and chase my dreams. I won't regret when the sun sets, cause I live my life like I'm a beast. What up? You're listening to the Lifestyle Practice Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to the Lifestyle Practice Podcast. I am Steve Van and I'm going to be your host today i uh, very glad to be with you. It is the first week of November, 2021. I hope you guys are enjoying this time because in the South, it is beautiful. We are lucky um, to live a walk away from the Savannah river and a nearby lake. And so we've, we've been trying to soak up the outdoors. falls my favorite time of the year. Uh, last week I got all my kids packed into the car and I uh, took them camping. We did dinner, the fire and marshmallow thing. And then as it got dark, we went to set up the tent, only to realize I had left all the poles at home. So initially I told my kids, tough luck. We're sleeping on the ground, under the stars, and we're gonna enjoy it. And we literally lasted like five minutes before I just caved into all the whining and we packed back up and drove home. So we are not nearly as hardcore as I thought we were. But anyway, I hope you guys are getting out and uh, enjoying this time. Jumping into the podcast, I'm excited to talk to you about um, something I hope will be helpful to you and your guys' practices. We've mentioned this before, but if you want to collect more in your dental office, there's only a couple ways to do this. You can increase your fees, you can do more high value procedures, or you can do more dentistry, more of what you're already doing. I'd recommend trying to do all three, but it's likely with insurance you're more or less constrained on raising fees. And that largely leads you to doing more dentistry. Lots of people don't want to hear that. They, they want a magical wand that makes it so they don't have to put in any work or effort and suddenly, your practice just becomes more profitable. But the truth is to produce more, you need to do more dentistry. So I wanted to give you some low level, nuts and bolt type tips on clinical efficiency to help you do this. Personally, I have a five chair Practice. I'm in an in network office. I do almost all bread and butter dentistry. I have, you know, very few large pros or implant cases. Despite this, I'm fortunate to be able to say that I have a high producing and profitable practice. To pull this off, you have to be efficient. Notice I said efficient, not fast. I'm not going to be talking about having blazing speed. I certainly don't consider myself as fast. Doing more dentistry is about being smart and deliberate. All right, first tip for you, to help you be more efficient and do more dentistry. Focus on the beginning of the appointment. Be intentional about getting things started as soon as possible. Similar to how if you wake up a little earlier in the morning, those first few minutes make such a big difference to get your day off on the right foot. If you can start your productive appointments a few minutes earlier and get started a little sooner, you're setting yourself up for success. What do I mean by this? In most offices, in most offices, staff will seat the patient. They'll tell them that they'll notify the doctor that you're here. Then they go off and find you wherever you are and let you know that there's a patient waiting in the front op. You may be on your phone or reading something or doing this or that. And eventually you'll finish whatever you're doing and you'll, and you'll go in there after talking for a little while with the patient, you'll be ready to start. And then, oh wait, the front desk didn't review the patient's co-pay, so you have them come in and, and iron that out. You come back, you're ready to start, but oh, you need to get a PA, so you ask the assistant to get a PA. Then you come right back in, you get a bite registration, you numb the patient, and then before you know it, it's like 20, 25 minutes have passed and you haven't done anything. It's, it's almost time to ha- check hygiene already. Compare that to the doc focused on nailing the first couple minutes of the appointment, focused on getting started. Your assistant brings the patient back a few minutes before the hour, if possible, and you're in the operatory already there waiting for them. It's all set up. They had finances worked out when treatment was presented at the last appointment, so you don't need to do anything there. After just a little chit chat, you're already getting them numb. In the couple minutes that the anesthesia is setting in, your assistant's getting the PA, doing the bite registration, selecting shade, whatever you need to do, and then you're off and rolling right at or maybe just a couple minutes past the hour. first dentist is going to get behind in their day real quick. They'll be less productive during that appointment and they're going to be stressed during the rest of the day as they will likely be trying to catch up. The second dentist is several steps ahead. The appointment's going to be productive, they'll be able to add additional treatment during that same appointment, for example if they have something else planned or if they find something else in there. They're going to be able to check hygiene and start another operative appointment without running behind. Just like waking up early and having the first hour of the day be more valuable than any other hour later in the day, the first few minutes getting started is the most important part of appointment. Being early and nailing the first five minutes of the appointment will save you 15 to 20 minutes towards the end of the appointment. So don't piddle around, don't drag your feet, just get started. It's the first and most important step. The next point for efficiency in doing more dentistry it is related to this one and it is local anesthetic. Do what Rick Kushner calls bombs away anesthetic. This just means give the patient a lot of it. Don't spread a carpule across a few teeth, don't hope you hit a block, just go ahead and give extra right up front so patients are profoundly numb. Of course, this is you know a patient experience thing, it keeps them comfortable, we don't want them to feel anything. But I also think, in my experience, it's really important to efficiency. You can't be efficient if you're walking on eggshells wondering if a patient may feel something at any moment. We all know what a setback it is. If you do a mandibular block, you know, wait for five minutes, come back in, and then find out the patient isn't numb at all, so you have to do it again, and you have to leave and wait again. If I'm working on multiple lower teeth, or if I know I'm sectioning a gnarly molar or something, I'll often just do a double block right up front. The patient likes being super numb and not feeling anything, and I like being able to work unhindered. For upper teeth, if you give more right up front, you can actually start working often right away without having to leave and give them time to get numb. So, remember that. Bombs away anesthesia. As I said in the earlier example, get the patient numb as soon as possible. It's the first box to check in your appointment. Then, get your PA, your bite registration, your front desk stuff while your patient's getting numb. This is a simple thing, but lots of times, docs don't think about this, or at least they're not doing it. It, Doing this will cut your time in half. Just get your order right. During limited exams, if you know a patient is gonna do treatment, for example, you know, they come in and they want a tooth out, or if they're in active pain while you go in for your exam, I like to get them numb right away, right up front. Say, hey, before we talk, is it all right if I go ahead and get you numb? It looks like you're really uncomfortable. That way, they can talk to you with a clear head, rather than while suffering in pain, they're able to think straight. They like this because you're showing them, you know, you acknowledge that they're hurting and you want to help them. And they're also numb and ready to start as soon as the treatment plan is decided upon. So anesthetic. Next pearl, better use your breaking points. In my practice, I have two doctor chairs that I work out of, two hygiene chairs, and then a fifth chair that is either for minor restorative emergency exams or child hygiene, and we usually have each one of those five chairs a new patient each hour so balancing five columns while being productive and still making patients feel attended to can be tricky at times but there are things that can really help and I think first of all is to take advantage of the breaking points in your procedures we just went over anesthetic but also all the other things cord placement, impressions, temporaries, you know radiographs during root canals these are, all, these are all points in a procedure where you have the assistant take over the appointment and you can go check hygiene or work in another op or do whatever you need to do. When you get to these breaking points, hand it off to your assistant, tell the patient what's going on so they have a heads up with the time amount. All right, Morgan's gonna place a little medicine around your tooth to get it ready for our impression. It needs to set in there longer the better, but it's gonna be at least five or 10 minutes before it's ready then this gives you time to go out and do what you need to do, make sure the patient's seated up, and then you check hygiene. When you do this, remember, there's no law that says you have to wait until a patient's cleaning is over for you to do your exam. Go in, interrupt your hygienist if you need to, do those exams at the time that's best for you. Use these pause moments and lean on your staff to help you touch multiple bases without losing out on doing as much dentistry as possible. We would all love to see one patient at a time and have a nice slow day. But for most of us, the reality is is if you wanna be ultra productive, you need to be able to see multiple, often at the same time. So master this talent. Next point, do less to be more efficient. Remember, we're not talking about being fast. We don't want, we don't want you to be rushed. We want you to be deliberate. Think for a moment of how you work chair side. Imagine yourself. How much are you moving around? Can you eliminate unnecessary movement? For example, your last appointment. How many times did you change your burr? How many times are you reaching for something rather than your assistant? How many times do you need your assistant to leave the operatory to get something? The less of all these things, the better. When was the last time you took a few minutes and rearranged where you keep the things in your operatory? Ask your assistant if she can reach everything you need from her spot sitting chairside. If not, have her move things around so she can. Try to limit repetitive movements. I remember I was doing a, an arch of extractions with an oral surgeon watching me. And you know I got going and I, I was switching elevators and he came up and said, you already picked that one up. And I thought, well yeah, I'm gonna be picking this up a lot. I'm doing a lot of teeth here. But no, he, he challenged me to try to pick up each instrument once. So pick up the syringe once, get everything numb. Scalpel and the periosteal elevator to get all the flaps made at once. Then you pick up the small elevator, work on every tooth, then switch to the large elevator, and then the forceps. Pick up each instrument one time. I think it's a good thing to do. Try to do the same in whatever procedures you're doing. For a crown prep, use your gross reduction burr first, and don't go back to it. Then use your fine shaping margin diamond, et cetera. Same for fillings. Do your cavity prep get a clean DEJ with one burr, then pick up your slow speed, get all the decay out in one pass, so you pick it up one time. Same principles apply for any procedure, endo, surgery, or or whatever it may be. Doing this will help you reduce extra movement, but even more so, you're more efficient because this way of doing it helps you approach your procedures in a systematic way. You're focusing on one step at a time seeing this step to its completion, and then going to the next. Rather than skipping steps, going back and forth, overanalyzing things, you're getting more done without really being any faster. Clinicians that are able to get a lot done, they're not necessarily quick, but they're very deliberate and intentional. So everybody, quick review. To be more efficient, win the first few minutes of each appointment. Focus on starting as soon as possible. Go ahead and do bombs away local anesthetic and do it first thing. Use breaking points during your appointment better with your assistants and hygienists in order to see multiple chairs. And eliminate all the wasteful movements from your procedure flow. Now these are low level nuggets to use. But don't blow them off. Being more efficient will help you do more dentistry in each appointment. Consistently nailing each appointment every day is how you become more profitable. Whether you're producing 3K a day, 5K a day, or 10,000 a day, guess what? You can improve and do better. I've been at all of those levels in the past, and it takes work even on the little things to improve. If you want results that are different from what average dentists have, then you need to do the things and put in the effort that others are not willing to do. If you guys have any questions or if you just want to connect with us, please feel free to shoot us an email. Steve, Derek, or Justin at thelifestylepractice.com and have a great week.